Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to Unbothered. Today, I'm going to be talking about last night's Giants-Niners Thursday night football game. Totally what I expected. Then, I'm going to get into NFL Week 3. Examine every game. Make all the picks for the week. Hopefully, do better than Week 2. And then, I'll make my Week 4 college picks. I uh, Definitely better for college so far than the NFL. Uh, we'll see if we can get both of them in line after this week. But let's start. 49ers-Giants. 49ers absolutely rolled them. I said on my podcast yesterday, 49ers are going to win, and they're going to cover, and they did exactly that. I think they were around 11-point favorites. 30-12, that puts you at an 18-point win, and it was it never felt close. Even after... Uh, the Giants made a field goal near the end of the first quarter to tie it up 3-3. Never did I think, oh, we got ourselves a game. And that was the case all night. Uh, Daniel Jones looked terrified of the 49ers defense uh, starting in the first half. Uh, tight end doesn't block Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa just goes untouched for a sack on Daniel Jones that was close to being a safety. And ever since that moment, uh, Daniel Jones had trouble seeing the pocket, wasn't efficient on the night, uh, finished with 137 yards and an interception. Not good. A lot of overthrows uh, last game, not on the target with the wide receivers. He didn't look good. Uh, Their running game, non-existent. Uh, They only had 29 total rushing yards. Average 2.6 yards per rush. That's not good enough. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to get it done in the National Football League. Uh, run game was just abysmal. Matt Breida, four carries for 17 yards, uh, was not good. And then receiving, Darren Waller dropped a couple of passes. Um, you don't make Darren Waller one of the highest paid tight ends. Bring him over just for him to look bad. And that's what he did last night. He did not look good. This offense is out of rhythm, and really it's been this way all year minus the second half against the Cardinals last week. So really 10 out of the 12 quarters they've played so far have been terrible. They have looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL through three weeks. They're not good. I don't see this team improving. That's why I didn't have them making the playoffs again. Uh, or doing anything else because this team, again, not good. Brian Dable did his one-year wonder with them last year. His team is going downhill. Now let's flip sides to the Niners. So Brock Purdy finished with a career-high 310 passing yards. Um, I thought he played good, not great, even though it was his highest passing yard total. Didn't think it was his greatest game ever. And I agree with what Kyle Shanahan said. Kyle Shanahan said as well, it wasn't his greatest game ever. And he missed some throws. Um, early on, Kittle had to play defensive back because he missed a throw. And then another throw, he missed to Debo. Uh, just a couple of them didn't look crisp. Uh, and that's why that's the thing you worry with Brock Purdy because they do have a good offensive line. Yesterday, he had a lot of time to throw, but sometimes under duress, 
or he just didn't have the strength to get up there, didn't read the field great. And that's what he is. He's a seventh-round quarterback. He's not going to be the Trevor Lawrence or the Joe Burrows. So I think that's the thing you worry about, and that's why I don't have the 49ers winning the Super Bowl because of Brock Purdy as a quarterback because in order to be in the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy is going to have to play a perfect game. He won't be able to play like he did last night and get away with it. But really, I know the media likes to give Brock Purdy his flowers and do the Tom Brady, Tom Brady late draft pick comparisons. But the key to this offense right now is Christian McCaffrey. Ever since Christian McCaffrey's came to the Niners, 12 straight games with a rushing touchdown, uh, like one, two losses, uh, two losses in the time that he's been there. I believe it was the Chiefs and then the Eagles in the championship game. So Christian McCaffrey is a dude in this offense. Uh, 18 carries, 85 yards, a touchdown again. 12 straight tied Jerry Rice's record. And then receiving, he had five receptions for 34 yards. He was second on the team behind Debo Samuel and George Kittle with Brandon Ayuk being out. So George Kittle, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, is the key cog in this offense. The offense revolves around Christian McCaffrey. Um, He's the engine that makes it run. Uh, He makes, again, this offense look good. And defensively, this to me, this was a great Niners defense on display. Now, they did look good against the Steelers and, you know, not that great against the Rams last week. But I thought last night was their best defensive performance. Uh, What's his name? Nick Bosa got a sack, finally got him aboard. Jason Hargrave, or Javon Hargrave, uh, was great as well. Uh, Secondary corners were excellent. This team is very, very talented. Uh, You know, I think I made a heart prediction a couple weeks ago saying that I think the Lions can beat the Niners in the divisional round. I would like to officially retract that statement. I would still root for the Lions, but I do think it'll be Niners-Cowboys in the NFC Championship. The Niners are too good. Uh, they already started off 3-0. I think they'll get the two seed. Again, that'll flip with the Lions to give them home field. Uh, again, their division, they kind of own the division. They'll beat the Cardinals twice, already beat the Rams. I think they'll beat the Seahawks twice. So you factor in five more wins there. That already puts them up to eight. They play teams like the Browns-Vikings. That puts them at 10. I think they can beat teams like the Jags and Bucks. That's 12. Um, maybe they'll lose to the Ravens or the Bengals if Joe Burrow's back, or maybe the Cowboys. So 12-5 and five at worst, 13-4, and four, maybe the Ravens again. But no, I don't see this team losing a lot of games. This is a very well-coached team, very dominant team on both sides of the football. Now let's move on. Make some week three picks. So week one, I started out 10-6. and six. And to me, week one is a benchmark. If you do good on the most unpredictable week in the NFL, uh, you shouldn't get any lower than that. So I was very disappointed to follow my 10 and 6 up with an 8 and 8. 10 and 6 is respectable. 8 and 8 is mediocre. So let's bounce back. Already 1 and 0. That's uh, now 
three straight Thursday night games predicted correctly in a row. Let's see if I can keep this momentum going heading into Sunday. First game, Tennessee-Cleveland. This is one I haven't already picked, so I have a list of picks that I do. Um, And the ones that are game time, I kind of hold or share my thoughts and feelings here first. So Cleveland and Tennessee, I think is going to be a close one. Uh, Cleveland offensively hasn't looked great. Deshaun Watson has played poorly. No Nick Chubb. You're bringing in Kareem Hunt. He looks to get in some snaps this Sunday. But I wonder how this offense is going to look without Nick Chubb in there full-time. And again, Deshaun Watson hasn't looked great. Their defense has been good, not great. And then on the other side, Ryan Tannehill has been all right. Yes, three interceptions the first week against the Saints, but last week against the Chargers looked much better. Derrick Henry slowly cruising, D-hop getting into rhythm. So Tennessee, our underdogs uh, here, I'm picking Tennessee as an outright winner in this game. Uh, Last week was my one week I picked Cleveland to win, and they didn't. And again, I don't know why I picked Cleveland. They're a clown organization for bringing back in Kareem Hunt. Um, When I think uh, Ford on their team is really good, and they got some other players that kind of caved in there. Um, I don't see Cleveland beating Tennessee. I think Derrick Henry will be able to run the football on this defense, um, open up enough play action for Ryan Tannehill to make a play here and there. And defensively, uh, Tennessee has been um, good at front as well. Um, They have been, excuse me, uh, they have a decent defense, uh, playmakers on that side of the ball. Um, so I do think that Tennessee can get this one done here and pull off the upset. Next, Atlanta-Detroit. Going with Detroit on this one. Coming off a shocking, stunning, upsetting loss by Detroit against the Seahawks. I expect them to bounce back. Here at home, the energy was rocking last week. Let the fans down. Um, Atlanta now makes their road debut after two games at home, 2-0. They now go into hostile territory. Uh, Desmond Ritter has been very good at home. Hasn't lost a game in his career at home. Road's been a different story. Not as sharp, I believe, Bijan Robinson will start uh, and play well. Uh, and that's kind of the tail of the tape here. Bijan Robinson, who is like the sixth pick in the draft, and then Detroit getting Jameer Gibbs at 12. You kind of have the top two running backs there facing off. I think it'll be electric. I do think it'll be a close game uh, because Detroit missing a couple offensive linemen. Don't know the official status of Amon Ross St. Brown yet. Uh, Hopefully Detroit can figure out the pass rush, but I do think this will be a tight, close matchup, and Detroit will just... Uh, Pull this one away. Three-point favorites. I like it. Next, New Orleans and Green Bay. Uh, This one here, another close game. Uh, Saints are 2-0. They have played well enough in their first two games. Defense has been terrific. Uh, Top five in the league. But their offense, to me, leaves a lot to be desired. 
They got good receivers. Uh, Derek Carr, I don't think, is quite in rhythm, and this offense is in sync yet. Whereas Jordan Love and this offense, to me, even though it's not an explosive offense, they look good. Now, again, I'm going to put my condition on it. If Aaron Jones is playing, I'm picking Green Bay to win. If their stars are out, Bakhtiari, Jones, I'll pick the Saints to win because that Saints front four can then get to Jordan Love. But if Jordan Love has time to throw at home, this is his first home start. This is their home opener. I expect Lambeau Field to be rocking. Uh, this will be a close game. Again, Green Bay players are in. I'm picking Green Bay. If the front four is shaky, roll in New Orleans on this one. One point, either way, swing right there. You'll be good. Denver and Miami. So I like, it's a six and a half point favorite Dolphins are. I like Denver to cover, but the Dolphins to win. So Dolphins outright winner here. But the Broncos have played two very close games. One point loss to the Raiders. And a two-point loss, failed two-point conversion against the Commanders. Russell Wilson scripted will do very well. I think this will be a battle in the first half. Um, Maybe even Denver taking the lead at some point in the third quarter. Uh, But I just believe Miami is too explosive. I think Patrick Sertan, PS2, Denver corner, is the best corner in the game. But going up against Tyreek Hill is a totally different matchup. I believe the PS2s can cover uh, the Devontae Adams, the Justin Jeffersons. They can. Sauce Gardner can do the same. But you can't guard Tyreek Hill because the speed is what beats you. PS2 cannot outrun Tyreek Hill, and neither can any corner. So this will be a tough matchup for him. I like Tyreek Hill and Tua uh, to get the win here and start out 3-0 for their second consecutive season of this year. Number one offense, uh, going up a defense that's kind of struggled. I like Miami. Now a battle of two 0-2 teams. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Minnesota Vikings. So, again, two 0-2 teams. Uh, Kirk Cousins and this team have played well, minus one key stat and that's the giveaways. Uh, they have given, oh, they have turned the ball over a lot so far this season. Um, you know, they lead the league in giveaways at seven. Uh, their turnover differential is minus six, worst mark in the league. That's not good for them. Uh, whereas the Chargers, one of the most prolific offenses, Justin Herbert hasn't thrown an interception. This team hasn't turned the ball over. Uh, They have played very well. This offense has been one of the best. But on the flip side, their defense has been one of the worst. So even though the Vikings have the extra day of rest, they're one-point favorites at home, I like the Chargers uh, to win this game, uh, upset them. I think they're more talented. I think something's got to give here. Yesterday I talked about the 0-2 teams kind of ranking them, which teams can make the playoffs. I have more faith in the Chargers than the Vikings. Uh, somehow I do like the Vikings coach more than the Chargers. Hopefully he doesn't get him away this week, but I do like Kellen Moore, what he's done with his offense. I definitely think the Chargers can put up some points on this Vikings defense, hopefully enough to win the game this time. I like the Chargers in this one.
New England Patriots, New York Jets. Uh, this one has, this series has been ugly for the past seven years. Uh, we talk a lot about the Rams and the Niners. Niners have now beaten them like nine straight uh, times in a regular season. But two other teams have done something better. Uh, one is the Broncos against, or the Chiefs against the Broncos 15 straight times. And the other one is a matchup happening this week, and that's the Patriots' 14 straight wins over the New York Jets. I expect that to continue and be 15. Uh, New York, I think, has a very good roster, but Zach Wilson, uh, again, has had trouble against the Bill Belichick defense this past couple of years. He has not figured out. This team has not figured it out. Uh, Bill Belichick, New England are 0-2. I think this is the game they get on the right track here. Um, pull out a win. They had a back-to-back close losses to Miami. Uh, could have won the game there late. And then same with uh, Philadelphia as well. Two close losses. I expect them to bounce back and beat the New York Jets this weekend. Buffalo, Washington. Now, Buffalo, six-point favorites. All have already went down this morning. They were six and a half, uh, down to six. I believe there is a storm. Uh, should be some weather issues there in the Washington area. That makes it going to be a close game. Uh, James Cook has been a good running back this year. So is Brian Robinson. So we're going to lean on that. I believe Washington will cover, but I believe Buffalo wins this game. Uh, I don't think Buffalo is going to drop two of their first three to start the season. Um, I think a lot has been made about this Buffalo team. Um, a lot of people picking commanders as their upset pick this week. A lot of faith in Washington. Sam Howell, who's, you know, in his very young NFL career, 2-0 as an underdog. But I do think this team in the Buffalo Bills is a different beast than what Washington is used to facing. I believe it shuts that Josh Allen does take down the field, he'll hit. Because even though he has three interceptions, he's leading the league in completion percentage. So it's not that terrible. I like Buffalo to win this game. Houston, Jacksonville. So C.J. Stroud is thrown for some huge numbers. Maybe if this was in Houston, I'd give him more of a chance, but I'm not. And Jacksonville. Again, not giving Houston a shot. I like Jacksonville to win this one. And Jacksonville's offense hasn't looked as good as it had near the end stretch of last season. But I do think they'll bounce back, uh, play well in the game on Sunday. I believe Trevor Lawrence, uh, Travis Etienne, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones was just completely not part of a game plan or shut down, whatever you want to call it, against the Chiefs. Uh, I believe the more weapons Trevor Lawrence gets going is beneficial. You need to get uh, ETN going on the ground. You need Calvin Ridley to get going, Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. You need that. So uh, I believe they'll open this offense up at home. Uh, Bill win this game here and beat the Texans and prove to 2-1 on the season. Indianapolis and Baltimore. Anthony Richardson, quarterback of the Colts, has been officially ruled out. If Anthony Richardson was playing, I would give the Colts a puncher's chance. 
might be an upset pick here. With Gardner Minshew, Minshew, I don't feel the same. I do think he's a quality backup. But the Ravens are, again, 2-0. They hammered the Texans. They won a close game against the Bengals. Lamar Jackson made some really clutch throws in that game that I have to give him. Um, even though they've lost J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards have done fine in the backfield. Zay Flowers has turned out to be a good pick for them. Mark Andrews in this offense um, back last week from injury. Um, even though we are dealing with a lot of injuries, Odell not playing, I think Baltimore will be just fine in this game. Could be closer than what people expect. Indianapolis could make it close, but I like Baltimore in this game. Next, Carolina and Seattle. So this might have been my upset pick, uh, Carolina to get their first win. But guess what? Bryce Young, quarterback, is not playing, and he is might be out another week as well. After this week, uh, dealing with an ankle injury. So with that uh, happening, uh, the you know Panthers quarterback situation, um, and then Seattle uh, playing their home game, second home game uh, this year. They're also honoring uh, the team that won the Super Bowl 10 years ago, you know, 10-year anniversary, all that. I think it's going to be a loud environment. I expect Seattle uh, to win this game. I don't give Carolina much of a chance. Maybe if Brian Burns, this pass rush, can get something going unlike the Lions couldn't do last week, they'll have a chance. I don't see it happening. I expect Seattle to win this game pretty thoroughly. Next, Chicago in Kansas City. If you're hoping for a hot pick or a hot take right now, you're not getting one. Kansas City's going to win this game. It's going to be easy. Um, 12.5-point favorites. Take them to cover them. Uh, take it to the bank. Uh, Chicago is not upsetting Kansas City on Sunday. There's no chance, no shot of that happening at all. There's more of a chance of me going outside right now in the heat, not a cloud in sight, and getting struck by lightning than the Chiefs losing this game to the Bears. Another wipeout, another easy one to predict, Cowboys, Cardinals. Cowboys are going to win this game too. Easy roll, easy money here. Another big point favorite, uh, 12.5 point favorite, just as big as the Chiefs. I expect the Cowboys to win. Yes, they lost Trevon Diggs. But in a game like this, that loss doesn't matter. You can bring out two varsity corners from high school and they'd still beat the Cardinals because of this pass rush in the front seven that the Cowboys have. So uh, Cardinals, to me, have no shot in this game. It's gonna t- It would take a Herculean Joshua Dobbs performance. Uh, they would actually have to play a full four quarters, 60 minutes, in order to beat the Cowboys. And I'm not sure they even show up for five minutes in this game. Cowboys big. Then Sunday night, Steelers, Raiders. Uh, I think this one will be a close game uh, here in Las Vegas. But I like Las Vegas to win. Pittsburgh, again, against the 49ers, looked like trash. Against the Steelers, the defense looked good. 
but the offense looked like trash. Do I expect the offense to suddenly look like a world-beating offense? No. Now, the Raiders got absolutely thumped by the Bills, but I expected that to happen. Bills are much better than the Raiders, and the Raiders did beat the Broncos. Uh, and jury's still out on Sean Payton and the Broncos and this Raiders team. So some unknown here. Again, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring offensive game by any stretch of imagination. Uh, but we saw the Browns with Miles Garrett create some pressure, uh, disrupted Kenny Pickett. I believe Max Crosby and this Raiders defense can do the same. And I just think that Vegas has too many weapons for the Steelers. I think Josh Jacobs will actually be able to get it going this week. This might be the first Josh Jacobs game that we see. Who's on Devontae Adams? Joey Porter, who holds. Patrick Peterson, who gets burnt. Don't like the matchups on the outside as well. I like Las Vegas to win Sunday night. So those are my NFL picks for the week. Let's hope we do better than last week. Now moving on to college. So now that we're past the first three weeks, again, that's usually a lot of the cupcake games, um, save for a game here or there uh, every week, but usually not tough amount of competition, whereas it's very different come week four now in college football where you have conference play officially starting um, for every team now. And you also have like six ranked matchups this weekend. It's a lot of quality college football. On uh, You have Colorado, Oregon, UCLA, Utah, Ole Miss, Alabama, Oregon State, Washington State, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Iowa, Penn State, other good matchups like Florida State and Clemson, Oklahoma and Cincinnati. So there's a lot of good football on, a lot of picks to be made. Let's see if I can um, do better than last week um, where I was – Seven, my bad, uh, eight and two last week. Very good. Only two games I got wrong were Kansas State, Missouri. Missouri made the spectacular 61-yarder to win it. I'll give them that. And then my uh, my school, Arizona State alumni there, uh, they absolutely laid a goose egg and messed that up for me. So let's do better this week, eight and two. Let's see if we can at least match it. Auburn, Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M is a favorite here. I'm going underdog right away. I think Auburn's going to win. They're 3-0. I think uh, their cut coach, Hugh Freeze, is very good. And I just think there's so much wrong at Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher is not that guy. His only win has been against Alabama a couple of years ago. It's just been all hype for this team. No, nothing great. It's been like, you know, it's, I don't even know how to compare it. It's just been a hoax is what it is. It's like getting an iPhone right, since the iPhone 15 came out today. Imagine getting a new iPhone box. You open it, and there's no iPhone in there. This is what this Texas A&M team is. It's all this hype. You open it up, and there's nothing in there. Florida State Clemson. A lot of people on Florida State. I'm actually picking Clemson in this game. Florida State struggle with Boston College hostile environment. This is going to be even more hostile. I think this is Clemson's last chance, Davo's last attempt here to try to do something and muster uh, his team up. I think they win, and actually, I think they win big against Florida State. 
Um, I think Florida State is good, um, but a lot of errors in their game last week. I think Dabo knows the time is now. They upset Florida State in a big win. UCLA, Utah. I'm going with Utah on this one. Uh, it's in Utah. Utah, you know, good team. They're 3-0 and as well with the Bruins. Um, but I just like with Coach Kyle Whittingham and that atmosphere, I do want to win this game. Ole Miss and Alabama. I'm going with Ole Miss here. Um, Alabama, good team, but lost to Texas already at home. Barely beat USF. Um, haven't looked impressive. We're going back to Jalen Milrow. Uh, we'll see if the confidence does. I might switch my pick back to Alabama because I just don't know about Lane Kiffin and this team either. Um, this is a matchup I don't like and can go either way. Right now, I'm picking Ole Miss, but I can easily switch back to Alabama. This one, to me, this is a true coin toss game of the week. BYU-Kansas. I'm rolling with Kansas here. I like the team 3-0. I like their quarterback um, 2 uh, so far this year. Uh, he has played a very efficient uh, Jalen Daniels. I believe they'll get the win uh, against the uh, BYU Cougars here. Oregon State, Washington State. I like Oregon State to go on the road, uh, beat Washington State. This is a very underrated Oregon State team. Very good. The team culture there, uh, I like a lot. I think Oregon State wins this game. Then game day, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Favorite Ohio State, but I'm picking Notre Dame. It's in Notre Dame last year. It was in Ohio State, kind of first game for Marcus Freeman as a head coach. This year it's different. Uh, the defense has been phenomenal. Offensive line, one of the best. And Sam Hartman transferred from North uh, Carolina. Absolutely fantastic. Has played great for them. Uh, to me, is in the Heisman conversation as well. So Ohio State on the road, uh, who finally looked good last week against Youngstown State, getting Marvin Harrison and their receivers involved. It's a good start, but I think Notre Dame's going to be too much. They upset Ohio State tomorrow night. Then Memphis, Missouri. Might have picked Memphis, but since Missouri had that 61-yard walk-off, might as well pick them. I'm not picking against them. UCF, Kansas State. Kansas State was my pick against Missouri last week. Didn't work out for me. I'm rolling with them to give the UCF Knights their first loss this season. And my last game uh, picked, North Carolina versus Pittsburgh. Drake May, a quarterback, again, that's in the Heisman conversation. One of the best quarterbacks. Defense has sort of improved. Offense looks good. North Carolina, to me, looks like one of the teams to beat in the ACC. Give me the Tar Heels over the Panthers. This has been Unbothered. You have your week three picks for NFL, your week four picks for college. I hope you all have a great weekend. Talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody.